At University of Virginia Health System, we're for bringing advanced care closer to home. So we're bringing health knowledge directly to you with UVA Health System Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Stem cell transplants can help patients with certain blood cancers, including leukemia. My guest today is Dr. Michael Kang. He's board certified in internal medicine and specializing in hematology, including caring for patients with leukemia at UVA Health System. Welcome to the show, Dr. Kang. People hear this word in the media, stem cells and stem cell transplants. Please tell them what this means. Absolutely. Thank you for having me today. Um, I um, want to first just begin saying that um, stem cell transplants are something that involves a huge medical team and that we are all here um, in regards to our patient. Um, stem cell transplant is basically um, deriving stem cells from a patient, um, whether that's with from the bone marrow or the blood itself or umbilical cord. Um, and it's the process of uh, taking one of these stem cells from these sources and delivering them to a particular uh, recipient that needs these stem cell that needs the stem cell transplant. So, who would be a recipient? What type of patients would require stem cell transplantation? That's a great question. There are many types of indications for stem cell transplant. I usually think of them as patients who have malignant versus non-malignant diseases. What I mean by that are uh, patients with malignant cancers, such as leukemia, including acute myeloid leukemia, acute lymphoblastic leukemia, and also other um, special uh, bone marrow disorders, such as myelodysplastic syndromes, and also myeloproliferative disorders. If a patient has a relapse or refractory diseases in multiple myeloma and uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma or non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, these patients can also proceed to stem cell transplant. Non-malignant cases, meaning cases that are not considered cancers, can also require stem cell transplant, such as uh, thalassemia, sickle cell anemia, aplastic anemia, and other immunodeficiency syndromes. Dr. King, before I ask you about the people that are donating the stem cells, is there a pretreatment that, can't, that patients have to go through before they can have a stem cell transplant? Absolutely. Um, it honestly depends on what your baseline diagnosis is. For example, if you are a patient that has been diagnosed with leukemia, a patient must be in remission before headed to a stem cell transplant. Remission treatment usually involves chemotherapy or other targeted therapies to suppress or remove these cells altogether from your body. If you have specific non-malignant cases like I discussed earlier, these may not require intensive therapies, but a stem cell physician would be able to tell you specifically when would be the best timing for a stem cell transplant. Where are you getting the stem cells? Because that's been such a source of controversy, both in politics and the media, but it's really not the same thing, is it, what you're talking about? No. These stem cells are not um, embryonic stem cells that uh, has created such controversy in the media. These stem cells are what we call hematopoietic stem cells. Hematopoietic basically means derived from the bone marrow. These stem cells only have the ability to grow into 
the common cells that we're concerned about, such as white blood cells, red blood cells, and platelets, and other um, bone marrow cells. We get these cells from the bone marrow itself, or the peripheral blood, or umbilical cord blood. So when you're getting these stem cells, who are you getting them from? Are these willing donors? Are you are people then they step up if it's someone in the family? Do you have to be a match? How does the donation work? All um, bone marrow donors are <clears throat> are coming from volunteers. They are 100% um, volunteers that do not receive any payment for stem cell transplant. Um, what we typically look for is, uh, depending on what type of um, transplant um, one condition needs. For example, if someone needs an autologous stem cell transplant, these are when stem cells are used from the patient themselves. There is something called an allogeneic stem cell, where stem cells are from a, a, a donor that's not the patient. So an autologous stem cell transplant is probably the least controversial because these are stem cells that are collected from the patient himself or herself and uh, will be used and infused to the patient at some other time in the future when um, the disease is taken care of. However, an allogeneic stem cell transplant is where stem cells are derived from a, a donor other than from the patient himself or herself. These uh, donors are all uh, volunteer-based, like I said, and what we prefer is a matched sibling donor. If a sibling is not available, uh, we um, commonly look in the National Bone Marrow Registry and to see if there's a non-related matched donor available. However, if a non-matched donor is not available, we can look at umbilical cord blood and also newer uh, technology involves us using what we call haplotransplants, which are half-matched recipients sorry, half-match donors um, that could uh, provide stem cells for the donor himself. Dr. King, does it hurt to donate stem cells to someone that you love? No, um, it does not hurt. Actually, it is uh, something that will probably give you a lot of satisfaction and just um, meaning that you've donated life uh, literally to um, a patient or to someone that you love. There are procedures that are done prior just to make sure that you are a adequate candidate uh, to donate stem cells, meaning uh, without uh, infections or other um, disorders that would prevent you from donation. The actual donation process, depending on whether the source is from bone marrow or peripheral blood, um, can be tailored um, according um, to what is needed. And um, there are various uh, procedures that allow um, these stem cells to be received um, without any pain. So what happens once you give the stem cells to a patient? How long does it take for them to start regenerating and helping this person to get better? And is this a, a permanent situation or do they have to have this kind of transplant on a regular basis? When a patient needs to undergo a stem cell transplant, this is done in the hospital, in the inpatient setting. And what I will be referring to is uh, first the um, autologous stem cell transplant. Patients who need stem cells from himself or herself um, would undergo chemotherapy and or radiation. This would 
um, allow um, the current bone marrow to be completely uh, removed and allow um, stem cells to be infused back in. This process of re- bone marrow recovery would take approximately uh, 10 to 14 days. However, if you are receiving an allogeneic stem cell transplant, meaning stem cells from another donor, uh, this process can be a little bit longer. The preparatory regimen um, to re- to remove um, the current um, bone marrow uh, can be um, quite aggressive, but the stem cells that are infused in should be able to begin recovery in the time period of 14 to 20 days. Um, everyone's a little bit different, but um, uh, this is why everything's individually based when it comes to stem cell transplantation. UVA has received accreditation from FACT and from the National Marrow Donor Program. Explain a little bit, Dr. King, what those recognitions mean. Absolutely. FACT is a accreditation that allows us to be able to um, obtain and to be able to uh, appropriately process and to be able to deliver stem, cell, uh, stem cells uh, back to a particular uh, recipient. Um, this is um, given after um, many checks and um, um, uh, uh, sorry, many checks and balances that would uh, um, allow us to uh, do this successfully without any complications. It's not given to um, all institutions. You have to um, show that you follow specific policies and protocols that are set forth uh, by the FACT accreditation. The NMDP, which is the National Bone Marrow uh, Registry Program, allows us um, to be able to access um, stem cells that um, are, um, sorry, allows us to be able to access uh, donors who are willing to provide stem cells for um, our patients. And once again, this is a particular um, accreditation that is, this is not given to any program that wants to perform stem cell transplants. You must show that um, you have an appropriate team, that you have good quality measures, and to be able to perform um, transplants, uh, stem cell transplants appropriately before receiving this um, accreditation. That's fascinating, Dr. Kang. I applaud all the great work that you're doing. How cool is that, what you get to do? In just the last minute here, why should patients come to UVA Cancer Center for treatment for their blood cancers? The University of Virginia is a um, growing program, and it is amazing to see um, what is being done uh, with the acute leukemia and stem cell transplantation program. There, we have a multidisciplinary team, including physicians, nurses, pharmacists, physical occupational therapists, nutritionists, and also um, social workers who all come together to care for the individual patient. No one patient is the same for us, and we love to be able to call each one of our patients family because they are with us uh, through this process. And once you become a part of UVA as a patient, you are forever a patient with us. And we uh, love the privilege and the honor to be able to take care of um, patients who choose um, UVA. How beautifully put, Dr. Kang. Thank you so much for being with us. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio, and for more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.